Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country experienced mental illness last year. Yet, far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health is a key part of Whole Health, delivering compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful, and I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time, cause you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday, Outweigh. We are back for part two of our series, Beyond the Mirror, fashion's role in self-love and body image. We're back with our amazing Sarai White. Hello, Sarai. Hello, Leanne. So glad to be back. Yes, yes. So last week, we really just talked about this idea of embracing the concept of, okay, how can fashion be this tool that I use to really walk towards myself and connect with myself and heal my relationship with my body, heal my relationship with myself? And, you know, a lot of people that are listening to this, it's probably a welcome departure from thinking about food. (laughs) You know, like you want to think about food less. It's like, this is a great way to heal that has nothing to do with food. But again, just meeting you all where you are, you know, I know for me, sometimes I would listen to podcasts or read books and I'm like, great, that sounds great in theory, but like, no, I'm different or I have this in my way or this is my barrier. So I wanted to just meet you all where you are. And Sarah is, you know, really more of an expert in this in terms of, of really, you know, what are the beliefs that are going to get in the way of you embracing what we talked about last week and then implementing what we're going to share next week, which is, you know, really how to bring this to life in, in your own fashion experiment. So, yeah. The first belief that comes up is, and we're going to just dive right in, is this idea of like, well, I don't feel worthy of investing time, energy, money on myself right now 
because I, I air quotes, look the way I do or I haven't reached my goals yet or fill in the blank. Like whatever you are using to kind of disqualify yourself from feeling worthy of this right now. So what would you say if somebody's like, yeah, I haven't earned it. I don't deserve it. I mean, I think one of the one of the most lowest hanging things that we could say, and we say this about a lot of things is, would you say that to your best friend? Would you say that mm-hmm. to your daughter? You know, yeah. if, your, if your daughter was coming to you saying that she wanted to make a change to her physique in some way, so she wasn't, you know, don't, don't buy me any clothes until I get there. I mean, you, all you see in your child, a, you know, daughter or a son is their beauty. And you would be like, of course, course, I'm going to go buy you something like you deserve it. And so, you know, think about someone pouring that in and on to you, you know, you are deserving of that right now. And, and this kind of punishment driven mentality that a lot of us have of like, I don't deserve it. I haven't earned it is what really keeps us stuck. You know, something that I think about when I'm working, when I was really working with clients is the biggest changes that we make in our lives, whatever it is, whether it's fitness or uh, social, environmental, it's because of love. Like we love animals. So we want to help this animal organization. We are really concerned about our beautiful earth. And so we want to do things for that. It's from love. It's not from hate, you know? And so the same things come with the changes from our own body. When we are constantly attacking ourselves and just feeling like, I don't deserve this. This is, I'm not worthy. That, that doesn't motivate us. That doesn't motivate us the way that we think it is. But when we come from our own choices about whether we're going to invest in ourselves and spend on ourselves from a place of love, that is what really motivates us and has a big impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And even just going with that metaphor, like if a child is growing and, you know, a little girl just through through growing outgrows her size, the mom's not going to be like, no, you can't have the next size up because you didn't earn it and you didn't eat your vegetables or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not like it's a totally it's the raw. I want to say I don't mean wrong as in I'm shaming you for it, but it's a it's a non-truthful paradigm to right. look at it through that, that you're feeling beautiful is something that you need to earn or deserve. Or uh, the flip side of it is that it's something to be used as a punishment against yourself. So we're right. just inviting you, like, totally rewrite that script and reframe that because it doesn't have to be true. Exactly. And it's it's something that really holds a lot of women back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. So the next one is this idea that I need to fit the clothing that's there rather than have the clothing fit me. So for example, you know, we might think, oh, all the cute things out there, like they're not going to be in my size or, you know, that style wouldn't look good on my body type or whatever it is. So we're, we're thinking that we have to fit in some sort of box in order to find our own version of beauty when it comes to fashion. So what's the downside of that belief or what's true about it and how can we actually flip that to to make strides towards healing our relationship with our bodies. So, you know, I believe that we we have a lot of beliefs around clothing. We feel like we should whatever is on trend and on offer, that's what we're supposed to look good in. You know, we have to keep in mind, especially the more I dive into the fashion industry and the mainstream fashion industry is that they are just catering to the status quo look for the most part. So, it's just, you know, a certain body type that's what they're making clothes for. The size range is this very limited size range. And so the chances that we're actually going to fit into that, that mannequin look and, and feel our best, it's pretty small. So it's not a you problem. It is a problem with the way that fashion is designed and put out there for us for the most part. So it does take a little bit of work, but 
there is a style and uh, a look that is right for you, but it may not be the exact version that you see in a magazine or on a mannequin. Absolutely. And just to stack on what you said, because it's so important, you know, first and foremost, it's this realizing, no, there's nothing wrong with you because you might not necessarily feel like your body shape fits the body shape that is air quotes on trend. Right. So that's thing number one. There is nothing wrong with you. You didn't do anything wrong. You're not broken. It's it's an industry. It's a business. Right. But what I am hearing is this is such a beautiful opportunity for you to claim your stake in the ground and go discover what is your sense of style. Right. Like I sometimes sometimes wear the funkiest things and I'll get compliments on it. And some people say to me, like, I, I would never wear that, but you can pull it off. You know what I mean? And I'm like, thanks. I embrace it. You know, but former versions of myself would have never given myself permission to do that because I had to go kind of find my fashion voice. And the way that I did that was by embracing the body that I had. And I've been all over the map in, you know, body size and shape and, and like jean sizes and all the things. And it's one of those things where they go hand in hand. Ladies, if you are listening to this and we, I think we have like three gentlemen that listen to this, but anybody who's listening to this, you know, first and foremost, it is a belief, right? If you give yourself permission to go discover what your, it, it's almost like redefining your identity in a way. Like right. you can completely shape who you want to be and how you want to feel around fashion and choose to be eccentric. It's a way to express yourself, to be creative. And you're also going to box yourself in if you're trying to fit in with the sizes of the trends that are air quotes mainstream. You know, so I think that's a big belief that it's important to kind of shine the light on. Yeah. And, you know, I think when you were saying that about, uh, you know, wearing something that other people are like, wow, I could never, a lot of us just want to shrink. We don't, we don't want eyes on us and like maybe kind of doing some evaluating on where that's coming from. Like, why do you not want to, you know, ever stand out? Not that you have to wear something funky in particular, but, you know, being able to embrace, like, what do you actually like? And so that is something, you know, when I'm working with clients and we happen to be talking about fashion, and they're like, oh, I can only wear this. This is what I need to wear. But I'm like, what do you like? Because <laughs> that Absolutely. is the most, you know, and then start from there and give yourself permission to explore that and find what works for you within that realm. Instead of saying, I'm only supposed to be wearing black. I, I you know, I shouldn't be wearing anything short or my stomach shouldn't be showing or whatever. Like go out and embrace what you like. Absolutely. And what you just mentioned were a bunch of beliefs. I shouldn't, I'm not supposed to, I can't, I'm you know not allowed to. It's right. just literally beliefs in your brain. And I know for me, I was the person that I was like, I air quotes, can't show my arms. So my black cardigan, it was either on me or it was tied around my waist, even in the mm-hmm. middle of the summer when it was hundred degrees, because mm-hmm. I was so self-conscious, I was miserable, but I never gave myself permission to just go and experience what I wanted to wear rather than putting all of these rules upon myself about what I thought like was appropriate for my air quotes body type. And again, these are all the the language that we're using, but we just want to shine the light on these are beliefs and you get to choose your beliefs. Yeah. And I think too, you know, when I'm out and about in the world, and I think a lot of people listening can reflect on this. When you see someone, you're not thinking, oh my goodness, why would, why would they wear that? Like what was, what's going on? Most of the time you're paying either zero attention. You're just kind of like, okay, there's a person over there, whatever. Or you're thinking, oh, that looks great. Or that looks really cute. Or I think I could wear that too, or whatever. But when we think of ourselves wearing something that maybe we secretly just really want to wear, but we think we're not allowed to wear for whatever, you know, based on whatever belief, 
we think everyone's going to be looking at us being like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe she left the house in that. And it's just not the case it's because not. you don't do it to other people. So yeah, why do you think absolutely. anyone's doing it to you? For sure. And it, here's the thing. If we are doing it to other people, it's really a reflection of what we're saying to ourselves, right? right? But you're right. Most people are, are so focused on themselves. And what if we even flip that and take that? I'm going to like put a little cherry on top of that because it just, it, it, it reminded me, you know, one time when I was in the midst of my own like fashion experiment, it started with the red lipstick experiment, which I mentioned briefly last episode, but I went to this, uh, this event with my family and I was wearing red lipstick and I was wearing a cute outfit and we got there and this is way before I met the man that I'm about to marry. But my mom was like, Oh, you look so pretty. And I was like, thanks mom. I, I put on some red lipstick. Like it was like a badge of honor for me, you know? And she goes, yeah, too bad. There's not any eligible bachelors here to wear it for or something like that. And I, and I looked at her and I said, mom, I'm wearing this for me. Like I wore all of this for me, you know, and I remember that that was such a pivotal moment because when I started doing it as a gift to myself Mm -hmm. and taking out third party perceptions. So I'm just inviting anyone listening. Like if you do have those third party awareness goggles and we all have them, myself included, right? What if you gave yourself permission to do this for you and not have it be about pleasing somebody else or fitting in with somebody else's viewpoint? What if you started and, and redefine what that is for you, but do this for you? Yeah, absolutely. And really the importance that we give on other people's opinions of ourselves is Mm -hmm. far greater than it needs to be. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, because we, like you said, a lot of it is our own kind of projection of what, how we're thinking and how we're feeling if we do have those thoughts about other people. But even still in that instance, think about when you leave the store where you saw the person, are you thinking about it all the way on the way home? No. Like, even if you did have kind of like a little, you know, catty thought about somebody, you, you forgot about it when you walked out the store, but we let other people's ideas just totally shape our whole personality almost, you know, or we're just not going to shine and be ourselves because of what we possibly worry about someone thinking about us for 10 seconds that we're never going to know about anyways, you know? And so to be able to to give that gift to yourself, to walk around in the world, you feeling happy when you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, you're going like that outfit is cute, or I look really good. That's going to stay with you for the whole day versus something that you don't even know about that lasted for 10 seconds, you know? So true. So true. Um, And that whole third party goggle perception of other people subject is is a whole we could do an episode on that alone yeah yeah (laughs) hi i'm cindy crawford and i'm the founder of meaningful beauty when dr sabah and i decided to do a skincare line together he said to me we are going to give women meaningful beauty and i said that's exactly right we want to give women meaningful beauty which means each and every product is meaningful it has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful Beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hi, it's Gabby Reese. And this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai, 
If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, we've got two more big beliefs that I want to address. Well, the first one is like, I don't have time, money, fill in the blank Mm -hmm. to do this, you know, and, and fill the blank with your own. What would you say to that? As far as time goes, I was just having this conversation today with someone. It takes the same amount of time to put on like a cute pair of leggings or joggers that it does to put on those frumpy sweats that you picked up off the floor. Yep. <laughs> you got to put one leg in and then the other leg in and pull yep. it up. It's the same amount of time. So Boom. the time comes from the initial kind of figuring out what works for you. You do have to invest some time in it and that in. But once you create that wardrobe for yourself, it takes just as much time to get dressed up and look well. So we so we can't say time is an issue because if you're not walking around naked, you're getting dressed already. Yeah, you're doing it already. Yeah. <laughs> so you can put on something else that's cute. And then as far as money, I mean, obviously that is, you know, something that you, that all of us have to deal with. We have like a budget for clothing or whatever, but still you are worth spending your funds on and buying things for yourself that look good. And it doesn't have to be expensive things. It doesn't have to be that you have to have designer things um, all the time, but you're, you're worth, you know, spending whatever it needs to be to to look your best, to feel your best. And that also fits in your budget. There's a lot of options out there for that now. And also just like the the mental real estate that you're taking right now, maybe shaming yourself or, you know, complaining about how you feel in the mirror. You know, think about the opportunity cost as well if we're talking about the time conversation, right? The, the How much time is being spent complaining or thinking about how you're looking and not feeling your best. Like that's an investment of time right now too that you could get back from this. Yeah. And then, you know, nowadays there are so many affordable fashion options out there and it's yeah. also size inclusive too. And honestly, Honestly, I, they, you know, thrift shops, they call them op shops in, in Australia and the UK. Like there is so much amazing stuff secondhand too, you know? Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's so many different options. And then also, I mean, I talk about this with my clients too. Like if you add up the amount that you might be spending on Starbucks or drive throughs or, you know, comfort foods or whatever it is, like a lot of times we're spending money as a coping mechanism for not feeling our best. And mm-hmm. like, honestly, part of it is like, get that data for yourself, you right. know, see how much you're spending. Even like, you know, $30 nowadays, you could go buy a pair of pants and a top. And I know that sounds crazy to some people, but like, go try it. That It's almost like a double dog dare of like, see how little you can spend going and, and getting fashion forward and just have fun with it. But again, understandably so, it's not feasible for everyone. We're not talking about going and spending, you know, to the nines, but there's something that like, 
you know, that there, there's a trade-off in a way. that and But you also don't have to buy into the myth that you need a ton of money to go find things that fit you and flatter your figure and all that, which we'll talk about the actual how-tos in the next episode. But part of it is getting past that belief that, like, I, I don't have time. I can't afford it. All the things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that it's just, I think that's, you know, I don't want to say cop out, but that's just a way that we can avoid the situation. Oh, I can't afford it. Oh, I don't have time. But like you said, we spend so much money on, we spend a certain amount of money, whatever it's, a, whether it's a lot of money or a little bit of money on things that we probably could do without. Or I remember going shopping, you know, back in the day when I was still in a not great relationship with my body and fashion and just being like, this is horrible. Nothing worked. I'm going to go buy like get a big old whatever to eat like <laughs> I would just yeah. go spend money on something else because I felt like there wasn't clothing for me and totally. you do that often enough we probably you know could take that money and like you said go buy yourself a nice bit nice well-fitting pair of trousers or get them tailored which is something that we can talk about in the next episode but you know there are funds there and there are lots of different resources to make those funds work for you to dress yourself in a way that makes you feel good. Absolutely. And just to stack on that, I know when I w- had a lesser relationship with my body, do you know how much money I would go spend on earrings and headbands and belts yeah. and and <laughs> stuff like that? That like, because yeah. I was like, oh, that fits me no matter what size I'm at. So part of it too is like, yeah, there's there's always a way for when, when you're committed. Mm-hmm. And then the big one that I really want to talk about is this idea of, okay, if I really embrace this idea of, you know, making friends with fashion and dressing for my body type, does that mean that I've like given up on my goal? You know, Mm. some people think like, okay, if I am, is this, does this mean I'm settling? Does this mean I'm giving in if I go buy new clothes or a bigger size before I've reached my air quotes goal that I set out for me? That's a big one. It is. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. And I'm sure in your fitness career, you heard that a lot. Oh (laughs) yeah. Totally. Definitely hear that. And there's, like you said, there's this belief that if you, you know, cave in and you buy something for yourself that you are settling. Meanwhile, you're walking around miserable and, you know, not having very positive things to say about yourself, because when you look in the mirror, you're not liking what you see, but it's not even just about your body. It's about the fact that you aren't showing yourself love. And so when you look at yourself and you're feeling really frumpy, you're not as motivated, you know, when, when something that an activity or an action or a habit that maybe doesn't align with your goals is presented in front of you, you're more likely to go that route because you're just like, ah, you know, what does it matter? You know, but I have found when working with clients, you know, especially like after we would do those photo shoots and they would get all dressed up and they'd have these really cute outfits, they were more motivated to continue to make whatever changes that, you know, healthy changes that they wanted to make for themselves. So it's the exact opposite. We talked about it. Was it the last episode we talked about like doing things out of love? So when you have that, that showing yourself that love, it's, it's more motivating and not less. I've never worked with anyone that bought themselves a new outfit and then were like, okay, I'm done. Never mind. I'm just going to stop yeah. this now. <laughs> right. Everyone's yeah. like more motivated to keep going and keep continuing. So, you know, give it a shot. If you don't believe it, if you're like, no, no, give it a shot. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that comes up when I talk about acceptance with my clients is there's a difference between accepting where you are and accepting the data, like accepting the body that you have right now or accepting the size or the shape that you're in right now, right? And accepting it without shame, without blame, without condemnation, just again, making peace that this is where I am and I'm not gonna shame it. So that's one version of acceptance. But people confuse it with accepting it as the end and resigning to it. And so what I say to 
that is like there's a di- so ex- yes accept where you are without the shame without the blame all of that but you also are allowed to say I no longer want to accept certain ways of being in my life and, I, and there's the areas I want to go improve and I want to up level and accepting does not mean resigning to it like you're again two things can be true at the same time you can accept your body and embrace your curves and dress for your body type and also have goals of being a healthier happier version of yourself so it doesn't have to mean that you're like resigning to something being the way it is forever but while you're here like what what's your alternative you know, shaming yourself, future pacing, having anxiety, looking at the past. Either way, you're not in the present. This is a way to embrace the present and practice that self-acceptance right now, independent of the size, the shape, the calorie count, the bank balance, whatever it is, and practice like really showing yourself this. There's so many different ways to show yourself love, but this is one way to really show yourself love and take steps towards acceptance and step take, take steps towards really embracing all of who you are and, and finding a new beauty in who you are. Yeah, because really, if you are not doing that, it's not going to happen because you magically hit whatever size is your goal or whatever number on the scale. And so that really is the work that has to happen alongside with whatever else you're doing because, you know, take it from people who have been there and done that. I can guarantee you when I hit you know, a certain body type, the light didn't just switch on where I was just like, now I feel amazing and confident. If anything, I had more things to find about myself that, well, now I'm here, but how come this didn't change? And how come that's not any different? And so it wasn't until I went back and looked and just really began to just be like, Hey, this is where I am. Embrace this as it is right now that I was able to, to make really impactful changes. I love it. Yeah. And honestly, this can be such a beautiful experiment. This can be such a beautiful way to just like start over, like go meet your body again. And, you know, part of what we didn't even talk about this, this kind of comes with the understanding of like, you're going to be looking at yourself in the mirror. Right. And that might be new to some of you. Like this is an opportunity to go meet yourself again and to mm-hmm. go just be comf- like, you know, we talked about this actually in an episode with Amy, the difference between I hate my body to no, I love my body. And it's like way too big of a jump for some people. Right. But you can go from I hate my body to which I hate to say it, but a lot of women say those words, hate oh, yeah. when it comes to their body. So I'm just, you know, kind of ad libbing right now. But, you know, going from I hate my body to, you know what? I don't have to like everything about my body, but this is my body right now. And I refuse to be a victim to it. And I'm going to learn to accept it because arguing with reality, I just create my suffering. So there's a, so going from like air quotes, hate to just acceptance is a very easy first step rather than going to like, I love my body. Oh my gosh. You know, cause it's a really big, it's a big jump. So that being said, doing this process, the experimentation, like who you will become in the process of it, you're going to have to pass through getting to know your body and discovering your body and and it might bring up some stuff for you but it's such a powerful experiment and you know and I think that when we avoid looking at ourselves in the mirror when you were talking about it I was thinking about when we avoid looking ourselves in the mirror we dread it every time so we we avoid it and then when we look all we see is the negative and then we're just like oh gosh I don't I don't want to look at that but I found through just another experiment, just the more you look at yourself in the mirror, you actually start to find things that you do really like. And you'll think to yourself, did that change? Has this changed? But really it was the same. You just never 
were able to appreciate it before because you were so seldom really evaluating yourself and you would just see the negative things. And then when you can start to see the beauty in yourself, then that is another thing that makes the process more enjoyable because you want to enjoy the process along the way. So while you're making whatever changes you want to make, you might as well also look in the mirror and be really happy with what you're seeing. Absolutely. And it's really the intent that shapes the content. Like the content is, yeah, we're inviting you to go on a fashion experiment to make over with your body. But that's why we call this series Beyond the Mirror. Like how fashion can play a role in healing your relationship with yourself and healing your relationship with your body. So the next episode, part three of this, we're going to talk about some how to's. What does this look like practically if you want to go on an experiment? What are some things to keep in mind as you're kind of getting to know your body again, learning what your new sense of fashion is, really using this to almost build this new identity within your body. So thank you so much for being here. And we're excited to to dive into the how to's. Where can people find you in the meantime? They can find my designs and patterns at thestylemagnolia.com. And they can find me personally at on Instagram at get fit with Sarai. And it's fitness in all the areas, fashion, healthy mindset, all of that stuff. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. And if you uh, missed last week's, definitely check out where she shared her journey from fitness to fashion and how this all came to be and all the all the winding roads that she passed through. So thank you again so much for being here. We will be back next time with part three of this series. So bye for now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.